So I want to get this out of the way right at the beginning, folks. I am wearing pants. Just want to let you know, and I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping, Susan, uh, you can confirm that you two are wearing pants today. I hope. Of course. You should, I think you should get dressed. Just because we're in Zoom land for we don't know how long doesn't mean that you should. I mean, you want to be comfortable around the house, fine. But I think if you're going to do some kind of a business thing or you're teaching <laughs> or you're meeting or you're talking to professionals, if you're talking to your besties from your college days like I do on Friday nights yeah. or Saturday nights, yeah. They don't, don't care wear what pants, I'm wearing. But, you, but in a professional setting, you should wear pants, perhaps. We're in a professional yeah. setting today, uh, so we're going to keep our pants on. L a little bit uh, later, we'll, we'll reveal how many people actually uh, do not wear pants on Zoom in their business I, feeds. I, we've got, the, we got the official survey number yeah, coming I up. I'd be very afraid. Hey, folks, I'm Bob Bates in Los Angeles, and this is my good friend Susan Sakura at her home in Northern California, and you're listening to Older and wiser. Let's get started today. Our first survey comes to us uh, from the Cleveland Clinic. So they're pretty respectable. The Cleveland Clinic's kind of a big yeah. deal. Here's the headline. Deal. Men will do almost anything to avoid going to the doctor. I can relate to this. I've uh, suddenly after I got my vaccination, I've been going to the doctor and I don't like going to the doctor. I, really I don't. Need, you know what? I don't either. So I can't. I, I'm in a glass house on this one. I, I'm not throwing one stone. I. It's true. Um, of the men I know, most of them don't enjoy going to the doctor. Um, when my husband was alive, you know, he he went, but I always had to say to him, you know, have you been? Have you gone? Are you done? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And. Um, I mean, there are for me. There are a lot of reasons not to go to the doctor. I don't want. I don't want no bad news. So, right. Right. Uh, right. You know, I think that's. A lot of it. Yeah. So when you make the appointment, you're expecting you have to first steal yourself for some bad news. They're about to tell mm -hmm. you something you don't want to hear. Yeah. I don't like the idea of pain. You no. know, any sort of pain. I think most men would agree uh, if it has anything to do with a prostate exam, they don't want anything to do with that. Oh, try a mammogram. Oh, those are probably bad, aren't they? Uh, okay, well, I, well I will say this. I will say one thing because I put mine off. I ended up with breast cancer. I was lucky I got it when I did and um, or I caught it when I did, excuse me, and I went. Um, but it probably would have been one stage down even had I gone earlier. I put it uh, off way too long. I won't even tell you how long. But it is like a breast sandwich and it's like schmush and schmush. However, I will say this. every Almost every year I've gone, it seems to me that it's gotten... Uh, the test has gotten a little better or a little bit faster. It's a little bit tweaked. You have For a instance, better way once, of doing it now. Once yeah. it's finished taking the picture, it jumps away before, you know, I don't know whether that's controlled or not. I, you know, I just want to get in and get out and I want them to tell me, you're okay, go home, we'll see you next year. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. But yeah, I mean, some of the tests can be pretty, you know, a biopsy, something like that. And, yeah. There's so many of those sorts of things. Uh, even going to the dermatologist, there's a gonna, they're going to give you a needle of some sort. I have a little, I, I had to have a little mole taken off my forehead the other day and it's not fun you just wait a minute didn't you get the the cold the nitrogen uh they 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 numbed it with the needle that was only that was the only part that hurt he's being oh, okay. having it numbed with the needle might have been a different well you know men may but, be different than women in some respects but i think women and men are alike uh, in that none of us like to be lectured about our weight uh, about how much food we're eating about our cholesterol are you eating too much cheese the doctors do like to give you a hard time about you know whether you're drinking too much or you're exercise are you exercising 
I used to I used to be able to say, yeah, I go to the gym three times a week, and now it's like. Oh yeah, I was no. swimming three to five times a week sometimes, and I haven't done anything in a year, so I am total mush. Yeah. And I ter I think I'm as terrified about getting on the scale before whatever next appointment the doctor says step on here first. Yeah. Um, they don't really. I don't know if they have to do that or not. I guess they do, but. I don't know. You don't want to hear. And the other thing, I'll, I'll tell you, the other thing nobody wants to hear, you don't want to get the bad news of, you know, everything's fine. Great. You go home and then two months later, the bill comes in the mail for your part of whatever it is you have to pay. That's the final uh, thing to hate. And that is the bill. You're absolutely yeah. right. All right. Our next survey uh, comes to us from YouGov. They uh, interviewed 1,700 U.S. adults and they asked them to please identify your least favorite household chore. Please, folks, identify your least favorite household chore. Sounds like the folks at YouGov just ran out of things to ask. So that's what they asked this time around. Uh, we have the list. There are 10 things that people don't like to do. And we're going to count down from 10 okay, to 1. Are you ready? Okay, put them on there. And then when, when they get to yours, let us know. <laughs> and I'll let, I'll I let you know. Own, I have my own list. Okay. Wait, wait, first of all, I want to establish also, as we're establishing wearing pants and all that, I want to establish that in a former podcast, in a former um, show, I already said I don't love making the bed. Yeah, you don't. And that isn't even on the list here, making the I bed. I know it's not. Well, you know what? If your bed is not against the wall, mine is. If your bed is not against the wall. It's harder against the wall. It's a little easier, you know, yeah. but you still got to run around and everything. You I know. I don't move it like away it. from out from away from the wall, maybe, maybe. <sighs> yeah, but they have throw pillows that have to go oh, up there. Oh, I see. It's one of those yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah, you're using Aesthetically, it. Aesthetically, I won't like the room at all then if no, I don't, you know. I get it. Uh, okay, here's the list. Number 10, sanitizing and wiping down kitchen surfaces. Nobody, eh. nobody likes that. Number nine, taking the trash out. Eh. I don't. I don't mind that where I, I live. It's easy enough. It's close enough, and they pick it up just no, about every night. Number eight, organizing clutter. Uh, uh, um, I don't mind that. To me, is a procrastination technique. Oh, In other can. words, can I do my taxes, or should I clean out a drawer? Maybe uh, I better clean clean out, out a drawer. drawer. It can be satisfying to organize clutter. If once yes. it's over and your drawer is all neat, it does feel good, I think. I don't know. I have a friend of mine who goes, what she does is she takes one of these great big trash bags and she goes through the house. and the, She's very good at it mm -hmm. because she's not attached to too many things and she doesn't have a lot of knickknacks and junk. And she walks through and she, she takes it and whatever it is goes right in the bag and then the bag goes out. Oh, that's good. She's she's easy. It's easy for her to throw things away. So she's not a hoarder. That's good news. No, not at all. Uh, number seven, vacuuming. Oh, I like to vacuum. Yeah, it's not bad. It's I I enjoy vacuuming. It's, it's nice on it's, carpet, right? Where you pick up the little that. specks. Vacuuming is instant gratification. It can be. Number six, sweeping or mopping the floor. I don't like to mop don't like the that. floor. No, no, I don't like that. No, um, in the neck. No. Uh, number five, ironing. Oh. I, I can do right one That's shirt and I'm, I'm enjoying it, but after one, I'm done. One and done. Dusting. I, I, uh, what's the point of dusting? I use my iron. Dusting. What's the point? I don't get it. Just leave it there. If it's not well, the way. I don't like looking at the dust, in which case I like dim lights. <laughs> but, um, and I think that works. I don't like overhead lights anyway. And overhead light. This is another reason not to put the overhead light on, to put the task lighting on. Yeah, kind dim of lighting, dim lighting. lighting yeah, you exactly. don't see the dust. Exactly. Cleaning um, the bathroom. Uh, is the oh, next one. Okay. just in now general. you're at it. Yeah, especially the toilet bowl. The toilet bowl. There's no, there's no joy in that. Um, 
Now, I don't mind squirting the stuff in and swirling the brush. That's okay. What I don't like is getting down on the floor and wiping the whole outside of the bowl. That's grody. I don't like that at all. Yeah, and I hate to say this, not to be too um, graphic, so I will just put this out there. I think that job is um, grodiness of it is proportionate to the number of men in the household. <laughs> We're messier. We, we we don't keep it all inside the big white telephone, do we? No, we kind of, uh, it slips. Uh, number two, doing the dishes. Do you like to do the um, dishes? You mean putting them in a dishwasher? It, you have a dishwasher. How often yeah. do you run your dishwasher? Oh, not very often. Yeah. Not yeah. Very, so I don't cook. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So for you, it's no big deal. And number one, doing the laundry. That is our number one thing that people don't like to do. They don't like to do the laundry. I don't, I don't mind the laundry yeah. at all. In fact, I kind of, I kind of, it makes me feel productive because once I put it in the machines, the machine is doing the work. Same thing with the dryer. But it is also proportionate to is where is your washing machine and dryer? If it's oh, in right. your home, that's better. Yeah. If it's in your down the cellar, down steps. That's harder. Where's yet if you've um, got to take your clothes to a laundromat, that's if real you take bad. Take it to a laundromat. That's where it's worrisome now with COVID. Probably, I'm sure people are maybe more comfortable. I don't if like somebody, folding. Folding is terrible. Folding. I don't mind folding. You don't? Oh. I don't mind folding. No, mm -hmm. I don't mind folding. I don't mind washing and drying. All right, I have my own list. I think this was kind of a lackluster list of of things, frankly. Uh, I have my own list. I think it's more reasonable so my number 10 would be cleaning the cat box you love oh, that yeah. that gives you joy uh, no it doesn't give me joy but um if the more often you do it it's a shorter job and a more less unpleasant job <laughs> uh i don't like to empty the vacuum cleaner that's gross um i don't care it's mine's easy uh oh, here's one you probably have never done uh clean the hair out of the drain in the bathtub Actually, I have done that. It, it's disgusting. I have, it, it'll I, make me. It'll make me sort of throw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah, I, like I can that. see what that's. That's kind of grody. Um, yeah. I don't like to clean the oven. Can't stand the toxic chemicals. Don't I like. Can't relate. I don't, we discussed don't the washing windows thing. Do you wash your windows ever? No. You no. no. Somebody else cleans your windows. Usually, yeah. In a rental, if you rent an apartment, which I do now, somebody will. Um, my husband used to like. Skip used to like to really clean windows. Really. And he used to like to iron. I my don't know. wife I likes that. She does hate a dirty window, and and somehow there's a satisfaction to having a clean glass. This is why God made blinds. Hmm. Uh, back home in Indiana growing up, I used to hate shoveling snow and, and raking leaves. That was my that's, worst. And that's why we're in California. That's why but we're raking in California. Be, yeah, raking leaves can be awful. But you have to do it because otherwise they're there and they can be uh, problems in fire season. Well, and there's just there's never an end to it. They just keep coming. Um, I, I, I It's not safe to clean out the gutters. That's a chore I hate and don't do very often. Um, Don't do that. Uh, okay, here's one. Cleaning the vegetable bin in the refrigerator. And, that's a pain. And disgusting. If you have a if you have a head of lettuce that's gone bad and has liquefied, you know, you've got some oh. disgusting stuff in there. That's, well, then you're overbuying at the store. Buy what you need and eat it. Buy what you need. Yeah. Buy buy often, shop often and get buy fresh. My only chore, the worst chore on my list, and I fortunately only have to do it maybe once a year. 
Um, and that is a, a rat will get into our attic, and I have to go and catch it and t and dispose of it. That's that really r wrecks me for the day. I yeah. just can't handle the rest of the day after I've captured a rat in the little jaws of life and uh, have to take it to the garbage. That's when we had a townhouse and we had to pay the association fees, which were not cheap. Um, that was part of it, though. If you heard anything going, you know, running upstairs, you, you could call the person who did that. The person, they would come and they came back and forth as often as they could. Um, they didn't give them the rat poison or anything. I think they just, you know, set a trap with peanut butter and they came back and cleaned it out and you didn't deal with it. So that was that was probably worth it. But it, we should get something for that because that was it was steep. Money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whoever does that job you got to hand it to them. Okay. All right. Our next survey comes to us from doggoday.com. Um, this survey reveals what pet owners and other travelers think about those emotional support animals um, mm. and the recent uh, airline bans. You know, airlines are not allowing um, people to use these uh, this, this sort of workaround thing anymore for an emotional support animal. You got to pay. If you're going to bring your dog on the plane, you're going to have to pay. You can't say yeah. that it's an emotional support animal anymore. Mm -hmm. What do you think about emotional support? What do you think about the, first of all, the idea of it in the first place, that people have to have their dog so they're not too nervous to fly on the plane? I think that can calm people. I think there's a lot of people who are nervous flyers. I, I tend to be nervous. I, I tend to be more nervous. The who isn't a nervous flyer, fly. though? I mean, don't, don't most people need a little calming down? Uh, I know, I know people who get on a plane and they don't think about it. And I yeah. think they're the people who fly a lot. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. This survey was done by Value Penguin. I don't know how reliable they are at doing surveys, but they do say that 80% of pet owners would be willing to pay for their pets to fly with them on the plane instead of uh, putting them in the cargo bin. I, I mean, I get the idea of bringing your pet on the plane as opposed to putting them in the cargo bin. I, I understand why you'd want to do that. Yeah. Um, what used to oh, bother me was the planes were full of these dogs that were uh, supposedly support animals, and it just well for I some thought, people they are. Yeah, you know, for some people they are, and honestly, yeah. if they really are, if you really need it, I'm not against it. But it just seemed like it was completely out of control. So I'm I'm glad they pulled back on that a little bit because I mean it's not going to be a menagerie because chances are there's going to be a limit as to how many can go on a certain flight. In well, a, in I, that's a true. And I, and to be honest with you, I've I've never had an an encounter a bad encounter with the with the dog yeah. on a plane. It's just that I mean, it's sometimes not no it just seems like they come on and on and on, and there's just dogs all over the plane. Well, it, that it, may be. Maybe I, okay I as long as. As long as they're not next to me taking up my foot room, you know, as long as I can, you know, still have the space that I paid for and I'm not sharing the space with the my neighbor's dog. That's all. Would you rather have somebody with a dog or a screaming baby? Uh, well, according to this survey, most people would prefer a dog to a screaming baby. That's for sure. Most dogs do not. Uh, it's not even the screaming baby. The screaming baby eventually, you know, the parent usually knows how to calm a, a baby down if they're crying. Yeah. You have the thing with the ears, then the ears pop. You know, you, what can you tell them to do? Okay. It's the kid who's sitting in back of you who's bored already. You haven't even taken off, and they're kicking the they're back kicking of your seat. They're kicking the back of your seat, and the, the parent isn't uh, asking oh, them to please sit in your seat. That's the person I want to say, excuse me, have you heard of the train? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Surprisingly, 48% of the people surveyed here admitted that they 
actually feel kind of happy when they see a dog on their plane, on their flight. Yeah, I do too, actually. Yeah, it calms them down like a little, and they sort of feel like, well, if the dog's going to fly, it's probably yeah. safe for me to fly too, kind of thing. I think so. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, here's our next survey. Um, the, this is about Zoom. You know, we were talking about this before. This this one comes to to us from YouGov again and Otter.ai. They surveyed over 2,000 respondents in the U.S. and the U.K. They were really asking them, um, you know, about what's happening in Zoom meetings, your, your business meetings where you're sh all sharing on Zoom. And they're looking for ways that they can sort of improve that. But in, in the course of this survey, uh, some things came up that were a little bit odd. The number one thing that came up was that 11% of these remote workers uh, say they have not worn pants during a virtual meeting at least once in the past 12 months. Not worn pants to work in Zoom. Um, your thoughts? <laughs> Put your pants on. Um, <laughs> and keep them on. You know, how long is the meeting? I mean, if it's going to be 16 hours and the pants are tight, either get looser pants or do a shorter meeting. I mean, these things are not unworkable, okay? Um, I think if you don't have pants on, it might for some people, uh, many people in fact, I'm guessing, um, make you a little more loosey-goosey about your deportment. And, um, you know what I mean? I mean, it's a, if it's a business meeting, you want to conduct yourself in a business way. Yeah, now, yeah. So if what you're saying together, is if you're freeing, feeling air down there, you might not be as serious about the topics discussed. Right. And if you have a dog or a cat or somebody who comes along suddenly and knocks something over and you got to get up quickly to do something so you don't end up with a problem or a fire or what have you, yeah. or a child who needs attention and you get up and forget you're not wearing pants, well... You know, did I make everybody's day at the meeting? No, nah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah. If you have to jump, yeah, I up, think jump up suddenly. Put them on. Put them on. Leave them on. And when, if they're not comfortable, <laughs> the meeting's over and you said goodbye and close the laptop and everything. Walk away and then put on your sweats or whatever you want. Yeah, I would agree. 31% said they had private conversations with friends in the same meeting. Um, you so friends I, who were not in the meeting. Well, in the, even in the same meeting, it could be friends where you're texting another person who's in the meeting and saying, isn't this the worst meeting in the world? What has happened to the American ten attention span? I know. It's harder to pay attention when you're looking at a screen, I think. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people who get on the phone. Mm-hmm. You the, know, make the, another call to somebody, right? 30% of these respondents said that they, they do come to their uh, meetings wearing pajamas. But I don't know that that's so bad. Yeah, the boss? What? You, you mean meetings with people from work? Yeah, I suppose it depends on what your pajamas look like. I mean, if it's a meeting, I assume when we say the word meeting, we're talking about a work situation. Work meeting. Oh, yeah, work, 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 work. Right, where you're doing something and somebody's sending you money yeah. somehow. It's okay. all work, yeah. yeah. All right. Exactly. If you're in a work situation, I think you should at least up the ante a little bit. I'm not saying you have to sit there in a suit and tie. Um, I'm not even saying you have to wear a jacket if you're if you're a man. I'm just saying it shouldn't be, you know, your, your little, um, your pajamas with Fido the dog running all over i mean you know or your or batman it or is whatever. easier doing other things in a zoom meeting than at a conference table in real life uh 23 of people said they they shop online while they're in meetings oh my see again why i mean no one can meeting, see no one can see 
Um, uh, 15% say they play computer games. 12% say they're exercising while they're in a meeting. Now, oh, I bet that's a lie. Would you be on a treadmill? Like, would you have your tablet or your phone up high and then you're like walking on a treadmill? No. 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 That's later. Okay. If you're working from home and you have a meeting that takes up an hour or two even of your day, as opposed to being in an office for eight hours and then you're doing the, and then the rest of the time is yours to schedule, whether it's work or exercise, can you do that later? We're doing this now. <laughs> We're Focus. doing this now. Let's, let's, let's join the meeting, shall we? I, I mean, thought it was interesting that 9% uh, said they had been drunk on a, on a business call. Be get drunk. out of ten. I suppose it depends on what time your call happens. Maybe if it's tell them slated. you're sick. There's a there's an occasion for there's a rationale for a white lie. <laughs> I'm not well. Uh, I have. Um, yeah, right. I you got to make up a lie. I have the trots and I can't stay. Okay, fine. You can go. Goodbye. And then sleep it off, and then say sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't up to snuff yesterday. Uh, sorry, I missed the meeting or whatever. Eleven percent have admitted, as we said, to not wearing pants, and nine uh, percent. 9% said they were looking for a new job. <gasps> in while, a meeting with the job you the had? Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, right? All right, once again, we're doing this now. <laughs> Do that later. <laughs> what is hard here? I suppose if you're looking for a new job, you don't really care that much about whether you keep the job you have, perhaps. It's and you know what on. you will care about? You'll care about that if, they get, if they're onto you or they think you're not paying attention or they ask you something you don't answer and they're going to say, <laughs> you know what, we're going to fire you. Now, guess, now the time span is, is theirs. Now they're controlling the time. You're fired now, so I hope you found the job. Yep, yep, yep. All right, it's uh, time for us to wrap things up today. And as always, we uh, like to ask Susan Sakura what her thought of the day is just to keep us inspired you know so susan mm -hmm. what is your thought for the day focus focus and keep your pants on and keep your pants on focus and keep During your pants Zoom on meetings. both things yes. at once can be done we assure you and so yes. try it today pants on and focus keeping your pants on will probably help you focus that's right and with that in mind we invite you to visit us at olderandwiser.com for all the stuff that matters when you're 50 plus. Thanks for joining us. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.